0: Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky and I am super excited to be joined by Carolina. Hi, Carolina.
1: Hey, Becky.
0: And making her Sunday debut is new to the group contributor, Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Becky. Um, We're excited to have you. So now you can, you've done quick shots. Now you can see the chaos that is a long form episode.
2: I'm excited um good good let's hope she's excited at the end
1: <laughs> she's not like let's let's see how this let's take the the temperature check at the end as well <laughs> right which is like you all are a lot <clears throat> now so I'm... this is what it's like recording
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> a little overrated um so how is everybody uh summer is winding down we are starting into our fall um autumn but Y'all live place where you both are in Florida and you
1: don't have seasons.
2: Yeah. There's no fall here. Much to my dismay.
1: No, We have summer and not like two months of not summer. Not summer. <laughs> yep. Um.
0: Okay. So I have to ask, are you pumpkin spice or are you apple cider?
1: I am apple cider. But Unless you're also
0: not a, a coffee person
1: I'm not a coffee person I'm a tea person And even with the tea, they have pumpkin spice tea and No, give me a pumpkin pie All freaking day long um, Don't even like that Pumpkin oh, well, roll,
0: I'll do a pumpkin roll um, Amanda, are you a pumpkin spice Or an apple cider
2: If I have to pick one for the coffee I'm going pumpkin spice, but I do not like pumpkin pie So
1: Give me all the pumpkin pie more I don't
0: like nutmeg or allspice or the clove. Like I don't like that flavoring. Hmm. Carolina's like losing her brain.
1: Weirdos like, right now. Absolute weirdos.
0: Um, I am a peppermint mocha fan though. Oh, no, that's that's oh. tasty.
1: Yes. I am all about the peppermint mocha, peppermint hot chocolate, or um a Mexican hot chocolate. Oh, Oops. that's
0: my favorite. Yeah.
2: Yummy.
1: Yes. Um so
0: our romance term of the week is actually it came from a phone conversation I was having uh, earlier on our day of recording with Carolina. Um, we were talking about different types of romances, and I said, "Oh, you know, we don't read a lot of Sapphic romance," and she didn't. She didn't know what Sapphic was. She's like, what's Sapphic?" Um, so I thought we would use the term. We'd look at LGBTQIA. Romances, so we hear a lot of this is a gay romance, which means it's male male, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But in publishing for the female, female, lesbian, or bi lesbian relationships, they call it sapphic romance. Um, and that's the term they use. And it has to do with, shoot, I meant to Google this before. Um, but, you know, it was a day. The poet Sappho. Yes. There it is um it's relating to the sexual attraction or activity between women and it relates to the ancient greek poet sappho her poetry or verse in a uh is a meter associated with female love um so that is why it's used and that is so a lot of times i'll say sapphic romance and i just assume you all know what i'm talking about so
1: i didn't and i asked and you asked. Um,
0: so if we also ever on an episode say a word and you're like, what you talking about, lady? Email me, you guys. Let me know so that I can make sure that we um, discuss it. Because sometimes I say words and even I don't know what the word means. I just say it. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to get right into what we're talking about this episode because uh, I have a feeling it might go a little long. Um, because this is something, this is a topic that we kind of like and that you all like too. So I think this will be a good one. Um, On this episode of Buzzing About Romance, we're going to give you our small town superlatives. Uh, But before we get into those, so we have like different categories for um, different kinds of books that would kind of represent, you know, that feel in a small town. Um, But before we get into that, I want to talk about uh, the vibe of small towns and the expectations. So we've done a couple of other episodes on small towns with lots of small town book wrecks. I did one with, I think Rachel, Heather and Leah, and there was another one that was just Leah and I. Um, so we haven't gotten Carolina and now Amanda and some of their feels on small town. And I think it's so funny because I do think it's relative to where you grew up and you know, like how you perceive the world. Um, So one of the things, uh, before we talk small town, I say small town is based on population size. What do you guys classify small town?
1: Um, Well, I think population size definitely plays into it. Um, But I think when we talk about small town in romance... I think it's more of like a vibe you know there's usually like a town center and it's not you know you have to drive to like drive at least 40 minutes an hour to get to the like big city
0: amanda I would, would agree okay yeah
2: I, yeah i think it's you know definitely population but there has to be a vibe as well. And I think you can get a vibe without it being a smaller population. But I know it doesn't classify a small town. But I think you can get small town vibes in bigger cities.
0: No, I don't disagree with that. Because, you know, I read a lot of, like, billionaire romances and they're in New York City. And if you think about even, like, Gossip Girl, that show, you know, they were all Upper East Side. And that mm-hmm. had kind of a small town vibe to it right because all the people that went to that school knew each other knew each other's business they had a central meeting location yes
1: I mean I think there's also the element of it yes it can have that like something like that can have a small town vibe but like when when I picture because I picture myself in these places let's be real especially if there's food involved and you're talking about a restaurant or a bakery or a coffee shop, even though I'm gonna drink the tea. Um, like, I picture myself there, right? So, you know, if you're saying it's New York, I picture myself in New York, even though they have, like, they make it feel like much more intimate experience than the hustle and bustle of New York City. Like, there's the element of, um, you know, you think about, like, I consider typically cowboy rom- romance a small town because even though they have their ranch and they're there, they usually drive into town and it like there's a town center and like a main street and like you find all the shops and all of that element to it is where all of that comes into play.
0: Um, yeah, I I do think I think it's different because like I live in a small town, sort of, sort of uh, population wise, it's not really a small town because I do not know everybody and I can go to a grocery store and not run into anyone I know. Um, But if we start looking at location to amenities, which Carolina brought up, like it has to be a good 40 minute drive to the amenities. I have to drive 45 minutes to get to target. Um, And I know that like author Bella Matthews, she writes big city, small town because all of her, People live in suburbs, towns outside of Philadelphia, and I think that the vibe on the East Coast for small town is very different than, say, what we're getting in Montana.
1: That makes sense. Uh, I would agree with that. But I think that's also geographical, right? Because, like you think about a city like Charlotte, that's not really small town, it's bigger city in the South, but that's have a different vibe than like LA or New York. Right. Right. Um, so it's, I think there's a little bit of difference there. I mean, do I, I grew up in the city. I still live, even though I live in a suburb of Orlando, I mean, it's a city. I mean, I romanticize what small towns are in romance books for sure, right? And in my mind, there's no target, like, in the small town. Like, you'd have to go at least an hour away. Like, there's no chain stores. Everything is, like, in my mind, is locally owned. Like, it's the local grocer. It's the local diner. It's the local bookstore. It's the local...
0: In the 90s, when the town I live in got a Walmart, it was a big ass deal, like big deal. Because then we got a Kmart and, you know, we have Meyer, but I live in the North. I live in the Midwest and Myers is a Michigan company and we always had Kroger. But yeah, like, you know, when those first chain restaurants start going in, it's a big deal. Yeah, I grew
2: up in a small town in Tennessee, and it's still very small. It's less than 1,600 people. And the closest grocery store is the Piggly Wiggly, which is still 25 minutes away. And the closest Walmart is 45 minutes away. You have to drive more than an hour to get to a Target.
0: Yeah, 45 minutes to get to the Target. Uh, Because one of the things that I ask in this is, can a small town have an airport? So when we define small town romances... And they're like, yeah, I'm going to drive them to the airport. And it's only like 20 minutes to get, like, private airfields. Yeah, we have a private airfield. We have some corporate headquarters in our town. Um, but, like, an international airport, if you're not flying private, is, you know, two hours to Detroit. <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, So I do think, like you guys said, distance to amenities helps define small town yeah for in romance at least i think um okay so one of the things we always say on this episode is that we are on these episodes is we don't realize how much we box ourselves in with certain (laughs) authors right (laughs) um so, Amanda, I'm going to ask you, do you read a variety of small town authors or did you struggle coming up with different authors?
2: I struggled a little bit um, to not use the same authors. So I had I had a really hard time not putting Melissa Foster down for everything.
0: <laughs> That's OK. Carolina did it for
2: you. <laughs> I still have some. But I tried.
0: <laughs> um. It was an effort. Carolina, what about you? What's your variety like?
1: (laughs) Same. Um, I struggled. (laughs) One, um, you know, there's a comfort in the authors that you love and write and enjoy, especially when you're going, for me, like there's a comfort read when it comes to small town. So (laughs) I have Melissa Foster in there quite a bit. Um, I also like I feel like I say this every episode that where we do these big kind of roundups or we look at books in a different way I'm kicking my previous self for not tracking certain things better even though tonight's is like wackadoo and there's no possible way no one had any of these shelves (laughs) no one had any of these shelves but I'm like why didn't I track like people in business like what (laughs) every time you
2: do a new episode i have to add a new shelf to my goodreads
0: i always love I your comments on my social media i don't have a shelf for that guess i'll have a shelf for
1: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have one now um i think merit also has that problem she'll be like i'm adding another shelf now thank you yes i'm like you're welcome <laughs> I think it's funny. I mean, I don't have shelves either. um, But a funny story about my Goodreads shelves. My girl child shared my Goodreads with some of her friends. And, you know, she's 18. Her friends are 18. And they were like, oh, your mom has a thing for BDSM. Oh, no. And my girl child was like, please don't say those words about my mom.
1: and I'm like that's awesome I'm like it's okay
0: you know we've scarred you enough right (laughs) so funny
1: um well I will say the other thing too as I was going through books and for each of these scenarios each of these superlatives was that I had to like catch myself a couple times going oh that would fit this category and and at first I was like, oh, it's small town. And then I'm like, no, it's actually not. Because the way that some authors write make you feel like it's a small... Like, it's they write in such an intimate way with the small group, kind of like you were talking about with, like, the Gossip Girls in New York and the Upper West Side, like, um, Upper East Side. And um, so that was an interesting, like, observation I made as well.
0: Well, and I know, like, we often hear authors be like well charleston has small town vibes but it's it's a city center i mean it's the hub for you know airlines and you know the banking industry it's a it's a fairly large metropolitan area um, right. yes so i think Again, you know, for the purpose of this, we would have been fine if you had used something that takes place in Charlotte. Like, I'm not going to come hunt you down if you didn't get exactly small town. But it does make oh, it a challenge. <laughs> but it does make <laughs> it a challenge when we go to do these things. And you're like, because I often find myself like, I thought I read a lot of small town romances. I, I really don't. I think that I read more big city there might be made up cities but i read more big city
1: romances okay so for the for our listeners if you find a book or like a small town that fits these categories and feel very passionately about you need to tell us if they're not authors that we've been talking about because obviously we have more reading to do
0: (laughs) well yes 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 we do um okay so let's just jump right into these superlatives um And we can talk just a little bit briefly like why we think this book fits this superlative. Um, I came up with these funny off the internet. They're supposed to be fun and lighthearted. Some of them we pulled completely out of our ass. So just go with it, guys. These are like... (laughs) I say that because the very first one is, what small town is most likely to have a Bigfoot sighting? That was me. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. I just never thought about it.
1: But... Amanda, coming out strong. <laughs> um,
0: so let's just start with you, Amanda. What small town? So if you know the name of the small town, give us the name of the small town, and then just tell us what book or series and what by what author. And then if you have a favorite book in the series, you can tell us.
2: Okay, it's um, Fallport, Virginia, and it's from it's the Eagle Point Search and Rescue series by Susan Stoker. And the first book is Searching for Lily. And it's actually, um, she's a camera woman for a paranormal romance investigation show. And they're in town to film a Bigfoot sighting kind of show. So that's where that came from. Um, and then her hero is Ethan, and he's a former Navy SEAL. And he and a group of friends um, work, work the search and rescue for Fallport. So while they're on location, another member of the show goes missing, and they send Ethan's team out to find them. And he and Lily get together, and it's a really good series.
0: Um, And I know Susan Stoker, like, she has swag that's a squishy little uh, Bigfoot Bigfoot. Sasquatch that's really cute. Um, Okay, Carolina, what's your most likely to have a Bigfoot sighting?
1: Um. I don't know the name of the town, but the book is Would You Marry Me by Daphne um Daphne Elliott. Um he's a lumberjack and he's getting ready for a competition and they're out in the woods all the time. So I'm like, there's bound to be a Bigfoot sighting, right? right? Well like, and that's
0: in Maine. That series takes place in Maine. So Yeah,
1: I think it's so it's very appropriate.
0: That's a good one. Um mine is Big Sky Country, Montana. It is the fake small town county um, in Aurora Rose Reynolds' Adventures in Love series. Um, and I, my favorite book in that series is Rushed, which is the first book in the series. Uh, she goes on a um, like an advent, uh, backpacking adventure, like a survivalist type minimal backpacking adventure and it's couples and she was supposed to go with her fiance but right before she was supposed to leave on this vacation her fiance broke up with her and told her he was gay so she decides to go anyway on this survivalist camping trip um and ends up falling in love with the guy so it's really cute um but they do all it's funny because you know she won't have sex with them because they've been out in the wilderness and not had a shower (laughs) (laughs) it's just like i'm not doing it no (laughs) which fair right because you know no one's stinky smelling anyway um next small town superlative town most likely to host a food competition we'll start with carolina what you got
1: i feel like that could be like any melissa foster small town period (laughs) I don't have a specific book rec. I just feel like it could be any Melissa Foster small town.
2: Any Melissa Foster small town. Uh, What do you have, Amanda? Okay, and tell me if this is not small town, but I had Freedom, Kansas from After Hours on Milagro Street by Angelina
0: Lopez. Absolutely small town.
2: Yeah, so I feel like, you know, that Alex and Jeremiah would host a competition to bring in, you know, publicity for the bar and the town. So that's the one I had.
0: And if people haven't read that series read book one. Book two comes out September the 5th. And I cannot wait. Um, I have Fall Creek's North Carolina, which my favorite book in this series is What Heals Us by Maggie Gates. Um, so there's kind of this auxiliary woman's group that drops casseroles off like when you're sick or um, you've had an accident or something and they drop the casseroles off like A plethora of them. And I feel like this town. There's also a restaurant they talk about a lot in this town. This is a town that feeds you. Like it had that southern. Come home we're going to feed you. (laughs) So I absolutely think it would be. uh, Fall Creek North Carolina. Um, Okay. The best library. Or other type of. Building or business award. Um, I went with. Jackson Harbor, Michigan, which is part of The Boys of Jackson Harbor by Lexi Ryan. And book four in that series, um, she is the town librarian. And that's why I went with that one. She falls in love with one of the brothers that uh, owns the um, Jackson Brewing Company. And they're like a craft brew, um, small brewery in northern Michigan. It's a really great series if you haven't read uh, The Boys of Jackson Harbor. I'm obsessed with Lexi Ryan. This is not news to anybody. (laughs) Um, Okay. The noisiest, uh, noisiest. Oh, my God. Nosiest neighbor award. Um, So these are going to be neighbors that are up in your business. A town with no secrets.
2: Okay. I have to go back to the library one.
0: Oh, sorry. I totally, because, you know, I'm the last I went first. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Amanda.
2: What do you got for best library? All right. I have to go with Green Valley Public Library from Green Valley, Tennessee. Um, the Smarty Pants Romance by Penny Reed. Yeah, it's a and whole series gotten... set in the library, right? Yeah. Um, the majority of it, some of the books are um, siblings from people from the library. But the first book is Love and Do Time by L.B. Dunbar. And the hero is the librarian. And then he's a former biker and he's back in town working construction and they actually have a kind of a re-meet cute in the Piggly Wiggly
0: you just like saying Piggly Wiggly I do (laughs) (laughs) I used to laugh when we'd go back to visit my mom's small town it was in the south and my grandmother would be like we have to go down to the Piggly Wiggly And I'm like is that really the grocery store's name has the pig head with the bow tie (laughs) yep um, okay, Carolina, what's your the best library town?
1: Um I am going with I don't know the name of the town. Oh, oh no, Saddle Creek, Texas. Um it is Lone Star XCON by Kat Baxter. Um he she is a librarian and he um is the ex con. Um, But he takes his niece um, to the library all the time. And he, like, there's a lot of really cute moments. Like, he watches her from afar and just is crushing on her from afar before they, like, actually start talking. It's super cute. Fun. Um,
0: Okay, back to nosiest neighbors now. Amanda, who's your nose? I'm just going to go last because if not, I will... Do what I just did. Um, what town wins for the
2: nosiest neighbor award? I didn't have one down here um, until just this weekend and I read Paintbrush Peak Oh uh, by Mimi Kinley in Colorado. yeah so the Mountain men of Paintbrush Peak and then the little nosy neighbor ladies who who get all up in the business of the sisters who come to town. Yeah so uh, tempting Max.
0: And Aunt Sally, I think you meet her in book two of the sisters.
2: Oh, okay. So she's in that one too. Okay, perfect.
0: And Aunt Sally is the, she is the head of the gossip. She
2: is. So yeah, she's my nosiest neighbor.
0: That's great. Um, Carolina, who's your nosiest neighbors?
1: I struggled with this one because I, like, remember nosy neighbors, but they don't they were not small towns that's fair
0: um i went with papillon louisiana the butterfly bayou series by lexi blake and i would say book one um is one of my favorites but honestly um you know if you think about well you haven't did you read bootleg springs by lucy score and claire kingsley
1: carolina uh that's the first one in the yeah. series right mm-hmm. yes yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. they they were pretty nosy those neighbors
1: they were mm-hmm.
0: um okay uh see i think you read more small town than you realized you just didn't
1: that's true well and it's i mean there's a element sometimes of book amnesia like you you read certain things and then trying to because some of these are pretty maybe not newsiest neighbor but some of these are pretty specific so trying to figure out what that is
0: no i don't i agree i agree they're very specific and then you have to sit here and think okay what book when i
1: i just went with
0: (laughs) whatever popped in my brain first
1: you know either that or i just blank completely blank same
0: um okay so prettiest town square which for carolina is a vibe that the book needs to have kind of part of that town center you know that piece that is that connection um so carolina prettiest town square did you have one
1: uh yeah w- winterville fairy elks whole series just
0: read all of Wait, Carrie Elks.
1: i that done
0: um i love Carrie elks uh but you know uh, Amanda, what uh, is your prettiest town square?
2: Um, I went old school with this one. I went Boonesboro, Maryland from Nora uh, Roberts, the Inn at Boonesboro trilogy. That's And good my favorite book is The Perfect Hope, which is book three. It's Rider and Hope, and they're renovating um, an old, it's an old building in the town square, and they're turning it into an inn. I can't remember if it was an inn to start with, but... She's been hired as the innkeeper. She's from the city. Um, he's extremely grumpy. He's running the construction crew at the inn. And then eventually his um, family construction company starts renovating more of the town square. So, yeah, that's my take.
0: That's a really great series. If you guys haven't read it, it's an excellent series. Uh, I think book one, she owns the bookstore. Yes. Yeah. She does. Like, it's such a great series. Um I went with Cherry Tree Harbor uh, by Melanie Harlow and Runaway Love because they talk about the town square as she's running through it in her wedding dress. Yeah. Um, So I went there. Um, The most scenic view. So, Amanda, what small town has a very scenic view?
2: Um, I have Bangor, Alaska, which is a made-up town in K.A. Tucker's The Simple Wild. Okay. Um, I love that series. Um, It's set in Alaska, um, obviously. Jonah and Kala, um, she's from the city, I believe, Toronto, and she's come to reconnect with her estranged father. Um, Jonah works for her father as a charter pilot, and so there are a lot of scenes where they're in the plane um, flying over Alaska and then they also go they have to go rescue a a couple that didn't meet checkpoint and they get stuck and stranded in a kind of a cabin out in the middle of the wilderness and that's where things happen so nice. it's it's I love that book so much
0: um carolina for you what was the most scenic view
1: um i went with, um, it's in Hamilton, Montana. It's actually, I'm trying to find the name of the ranch and I can't find it. Um, It's the ranch in the Meet Me in Montana series by Kelly Elliott, Um, because there's a lot of different, um, it makes me think without being the crazy what Yellowstone is, is what like the ranch vibe, like you could take a horseback ride, like through the woods and then it opens up to a lake. Like, there's just, they have a lot of property, so you get, like, you go one way, you go east, and you get this view, you go west, and you get another view. Um, Yeah, because in the... So why wouldn't you want to go on a ride with a cowboy to look at great views? Right.
0: Well, in, like, the third book, they talk about going up into the mountains, right? With uh, her horses and stuff, and she buys land that's, like, kind of plateaued. Yeah.
1: Yeah, You know, above
0: the valley. Yeah, that's a pretty... So that book has really, that series has really phenomenal descriptions.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And sometimes I think when we get small town Montana, all the descriptions feel pretty basic, right? Like it could be anywhere, slightly mountainous cows. Uh, But I feel like Kelly Elliott in those books really gives us, that's the level of description I wanted in the Elsie Silver Chestnut Spring series.
1: I would agree because but the the other part she just doesn't do the description for the sake of description because the locations become a character and there's intention behind the settings in especially in this series. Um you know they're going down a certain path or sharing this lake or sharing this view or sharing the vista or the plateau it's because um one of them like grew up going this is like this was my comfort space or i love going down this path because of this or they share a romantic moment somewhere and so i think that's what makes it special as well it, it makes you connect to a location
0: um for me most scenic view i went with Sil- silver island massachusetts by melissa foster the steels at silver island and the silver harbor series um and i'm sure you guys will have picks for that (laughs) later on in the list um but i'm obsessed with the northeast like i love the picturesques of Nantucket and all of that kind of stuff so that is why
2: Mm.
0: that's why i went that way (laughs) um Okay. Most likely to have danger lurking around every corner. Like these are towns I'm not moving to because there seems to be like a stalker or a kidnapping um, or an unexplained murder (laughs) around every corner. Amanda, so what town did you have here?
2: Okay. And I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's Aplana Island, Massachusetts. It's one of the Boston Islands, and it's from the Monsters and Muses series by Sav R. Miller. My favorite book in that series is Arrows and Apologies. Um, the It's book four. The main characters are Alistair and Cora. He is the dirty mayor of the town, and she is a thief. Um, and they meet right away, and this book pops in the first couple of pages, and it just continues to pop. Um, and this Town is kind of like, um, it's a little offshoot. There are um, some mafia members and things of that nature. And it's, there's a whole lot of danger going on there.
0: Um, what do you have for this, Carolina?
1: Um, I have um, Hope, that the Hope Valley series by Jessica Prince. It's in Hope Valley is the small town. I don't know what, I don't remember what state it's in, um, but It's so funny because it's like, this is one of those series that you're like, how did this small town have this many good looking men that are all single and they all like work for a security force, but it's a small town. You're like, where does this exist? (laughs) Because can I move there? There, please. However, (laughs) there's kidnappings, there's gun violence, there's like a little bit of mayhem there's a kerfuffle with a biker gang like uh, i just but if these guys are protecting me then i'm a-okay
0: so i went with redemption hills california by a.l jackson it's um her redemption Hills series uh, i think the fourth book in that serious, series promise me always is my absolute favorite i think that's where's that book too
2: Milo or Judd? Milo. I want Milo. (laughs) Milo's four. Yeah. Judd is two. I'll take Judd.
0: Um, I mean, (laughs) I liked Judd too, but uh, yes, Milo was my favorite um, in that series. But yeah, there seems to be danger. There's murder. There's, you know, things catch on fire. Um, Okay. So next superlative. Most likely to host the X game. So we're looking for extreme sports carolina did you have one for this
1: yeah um i have Hope Valley, colorado specifically redemption ranch melissa fosters the trouble with whiskey because they literally they they do the um bmx bikes and they like have a course in the backyard so like i'm convinced that the ranch could host the x games
0: okay uh what do you have amanda do you have one for this
2: I do. It's, um, rising sun, Wyoming from the everything series by AK Evans. It is about a group of snowboarders that are all friends. Um, and three of them are still competing in the first one, the, the hero actually, he stopped competing and he actually makes snowboards. So and there's a little bit of suspense in there as well, but all there's a, there's a lot of snowboarding. And then I think even a couple of the guys are still in the X games
0: um, I went with Calamity Falls, Wyoming uh, by Erica Kelly. This is a long series. These absolutely standalone. I think there's 12 or 13 in this series, but they stand alone. The first three books are three brothers that um, are former snowboarders. And they open up a um, training facility outside of Calamity. And then slowly they start to trickle into town and some of their, you know, other snowboardings uh, BMX skateboarders, that kind of stuff, come into town for training. Um, I'll have to check that out. I love
2: snowboarding books.
0: Yeah, this is, this whole series is really great. And then later on in the series, she has pro football players that come in and train in the small town. And there's this group of sisters that their dad's a former professional football player and their mom's a former supermodel. And like they have, my favorite is, and I, It's on my Goodreads shelf, and I can't think of it right at this moment. But um, it's a secret baby. I think I recommended it in the secret baby to uh, Jenny in our last episode. Um, It's a secret baby. She's a chocolatier. She owns a chocolate shop that makes intricate chocolate um, designs for the resort in the town. Anyway, if you haven't read Erica Kelly's Calamity Falls, they're in uh, KU, and they're excellent. Quick reads um okay carolina home of the cowboys
1: ooh, ooh. um okay so for this one i went with um moss creek montana um janice whitaker and her cowboy classified series or on amazon it's called the moss creek series i think
2: cowboys of moss creek is i think yeah something like on that amazon. yeah, yeah.
1: It's called different on Goodreads than it is on Amazon. Um, but there's lots of cowboys and they're delicious.
2: It's I have other cowboys
1: that I'm talking about in other areas, but yes, <laughs> it's such a good series.
2: It is.
0: Basically, if there's cowboys, Carolina has pretty much read it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've not read all of them. There's still some that I haven't read, but I do love being a cowboy. Um
0: Amanda, for you, where's the Home of the Cowboy?
1: Um, well,
2: it's it's two because it's a joint series. Um, it's Oak Falls, Virginia and Pleasant Hill, Maryland um, from the Montgomery's and Braden series by Melissa Foster. And my favorite one in that one, or the most cowboy one, I think in that one is Hot for Love, which is Nick Braden and Trixie Jericho. Um, he's a freestyle horse trainer and she's actually starting a miniature horse therapy business so there's a lot of horses a lot of cowboys her brothers are cowboys there's a there's a whole there's a whole lot of cowboys going on there you
0: know it's interesting because we don't get a ton of cowboys in the southeast
2: i actually my backup was actually natasha madison's southern series but we don't know where in the south but i would i think it's in the southeast somewhere it is it's like North Carolina, Tennessee.
0: It's that, you know, National Park kind of Blue Ridge Mountain, right? Isn't that the... No, Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains. Smoky Mountains.
1: Yeah. Um, You want to hear something shocking? Yeah. I haven't read that series yet.
0: The Braden Montgomery series or the Southern series by Natasha?
1: No, the one by Melissa Foster. Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's been on my, like,
0: TBR forever. <laughs> Get to that, sister. Um, for me, The Home of the Cowboys is Mason Creek, Montana. And this is a multi-author series. And I love, I love so many in this series. I really enjoy them. They're really great, easy reads. I think I started, like, in the middle of it. Each one stands absolutely on its own. Um, but I, Molly McLean has a couple books in this series. Um that I really just enjoyed. Okay. Most likely small town to meet a billionaire. Amanda, what do you got?
2: I know what you have and that was what I had. But no, I'll, you can
0: say it. That's fine.
2: I had Hunter Valley, Montana with the On a Manhunt series by Vanessa Vale. Yeah. But I also did put Time River, Colorado from A.L. Jackson's Love Me Today. I don't know if the rest of them are going to be billionaires, but the first one was.
0: Yeah, the first one was. No, that's um, I feel like Hunter Valley. We are tripping over billionaires. Yeah. Um, Carolina, do you have um, most likely to meet a billionaire small town?
1: Yes. um, This is also a cowboy romance. Uh, Devil's Bluff, most eligible cowboy vice, T.C. Kennedy.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. Um, okay, give me just a second here. Let me see if I can come up with a small town billionaire. No. Sorry. <laughs> no, the, you know what? Actually, no. The Cavallari Billionaire series by Zoe Blake. Um, they own a vineyard in small town Italy. So you got international vibes there. Oh, so and I, I do like not know it. the name of the village, but it's in Italy. And there's wine and sexy men. I need to read that book. Those series. those books. I mean, if consent is something you like, then those books are not for you. No, I'm good. Consent is gray at best. Um, But that cover of Scandals of a Father, like, hot damn. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So best small town gossip chain. Um, who would win the game of telephone? Uh, Amanda, what do you got? I didn't have anything for this one. Okay. Um, that's because you need to read The Hartson and Brothers by Carrie Elks, but that's fine. Um, what do you have, Carolina?
1: Um, I have Silver Island, the Steals at Silver Island series, the whole series be- uh, by Melissa Foster, because <laughs> their sibling text chat is off the chain and the gossip when they bring it all back up is hilarious and how all the siblings interact with each other um like and responses is just so perfect and it's in every single book of the series which i love like it just doesn't happen in one book and then it gets dropped like this text thread is its own character
0: Can I tell you something funny about text threads? I didn't realize this was a thing until the last like year or two that people have like these big family group texts because I'm not super close with my siblings. Um, It's just my sister. So it's one person. (laughs) But we recently started one like for the kids with Mike and I (laughs) and I'm like, it's really basically where we share tiktoks but i didn't know like family group texts were a thing until really i think melissa foster's steals at silver island um amanda do you have a small town gossip chain
2: Oh. No, I didn't. I didn't get one for that one, just because I was using the. I'm using the Steels for something else.
1: <laughs> That's okay. I think I, think I use the Steels for like three different things. <laughs>
2: I think the moral of this story is,
0: if you haven't read the Steels at <laughs> Silver Island, just go read the Steels. Read the Steels at Silver Island. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, I went with Bootleg Springs, West Virginia, which is the Lucy score Claire Kingsley, because in that series, whenever there is a crisis they meet covertly and like all end up in one place to talk about whatever the problem is. So, but I think that gossip, some kind of gossip chain, some kind of ladies auxiliary, some kind of, um, the old town staples. I think that that's a vibe that needs to be in a book for it to be small town. I would agree. Um, Okay, so most likely to have family drama. What small town is most likely to have family drama? Carolina, do you have one for this?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know what town it is. Um, and I was trying to look it up, but it's just not working for me. Um, the Tannen Boys series uh, by Lauren Landish. Um, I don't think she ever names the town yeah I don't know I like I can't find it um and well I haven't it's been a while since I've read it but um I did try to do a quick search for it and I don't know that it I don't know it's okay um but yeah like that part, The the three of them go through a lot of drama because there's parent loss and condition of the ranch again cowboys hello sorry this is like small town slash cowboys (laughs) (laughs) um and so there's a lot of drama and them trying to stay together but not and the this is a spin-off series of the um bennett boys ranch and so that family kind of adopts them and they're still like even though they're welcomed and there's still a little drama like there's just there's just drama
0: that's so funny um what did you have for this amanda most likely to have family drama
2: um i have coal haven north dakota from marie johnston's oil baron series oh yeah um, there's a lot of family drama going on that series and i would say probably the most drama happens in the first book in make me whole um right yeah so liam and kennedy that's their book yeah If you haven't read that series, also
0: read that series. Um, I love Marie Johnston's books. Um, Hopefully she's not in the shower when she's listening to this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, for me, I had River Rock, Colorado. This is the Three Chicks Brewery series by Stacey Kennedy. Um, These are three sisters that inherit their family brewery business like a craft brewery company and um the sisters have lots of drama not between them but between them versus the town and you know can they have an uncle that's trying to buy it and then a distributor that's trying to cheat them book two is a secret baby um and uh each book is a sister's hair color So the Sassy Blonde, but that's also the name of the beer that's featured in that episode. So, um, okay, Uh, best place to ski, and I didn't specify winter skiing or water skiing. So whichever, whatever skiing you want to do. Uh, Amanda, what do you have for best place to ski?
2: The only thing I could come up with, and I didn't even think about water skiing, so um, you can tell my mind's trying to find some snow right now. I picked the um, <laughs> I picked the Madigan Mountain Colorado from the Madigan Mountain series um, by Serena Bowen, Rebecca Yaros, and Devney Perry. That
0: was mine too. I, lo- I really liked that series. I've read book one and two. I've not gone to book three. Um, but I really, I've read Rebecca's book and Serena's book.
2: I've only read um, Serena's book so far.
0: Yeah, they're, they're really good. Um, what did you have for best place to ski, Carolina?
1: Um, yeah, I didn't even think about water skiing um, <laughs> because I immediately thought of Winterville um, and Leave Me Breathless by Carrie Elks because he's a former snowboarder and he does he's managing the slopes for the family's resort. And I really want to go there. This has got to be a real small town. Yeah. A real fictional small town Uh because I want to be there.
0: I I do love Winterville, which is really funny because the next uh, superlative is most likely, what small town is most likely to be on the nice list? Quote, quote, the nice list. So what small town has the most holiday cheer? Carolina? Carolina? What's your pick here? Winterville?
1: <laughs> I'm glad I have I mean, a backup for this one. Well, because, I mean, hello, we have the one book where she does the, she brings back the Christmas review that her grandmother did. Yeah. Then you have North and the, the Christmas, Christmas tree, tree farm. farm. Amanda,
2: have you read this series yet? No, I haven't. I read, I read one of her books, but I think, I think it was the Heartbreak, brothers mm-hmm. first book but i haven't read any of the other ones yet
0: so this series is if you like hallmark movies at christmas time but would really like them to have more spice and more than just one kiss like yeah. if you like that small town Christmassy vibe they really get into christmas yeah read welcome to winterville read the winterville series because this is everything you want as a romance as a spicy romance reader this is everything I want in a Christmas romance.
2: So I didn't even pick up on the fact that you were talking about Christmas when you said nice list. I was like, nice. <laughs> I, was like, what? I was like, what does she mean? I was That's like, okay. just a nice town. So mine has nothing to do with Christmas. That's okay. What is it? <laughs> it's Garnet Bend, Montana from the Resting Warrior Ranch series by Josie Jade and Janie Crouch. Because I was thinking nice, and they're you know it's um it's former Navy SEALs that are running a ranch specializing in training emotional and support service animals. Oh, that's
0: really nice.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> that's what I was thinking.
0: That's okay. <laughs> um, I had a backup because I was fairly certain Carolina was going to steal Winterville from me. Yes. Um, yes, I was. I had a backup of the Reindeer Fall series by Jana Aston.
1: Ooh, that's a good one, too. Which are
0: six um, Christmas-themed novellas (gasps) that are mirrored off of Frankenmuth, Michigan, um, which is the home of the year-round Christmas tree store. And And there's a
1: bakery in that series. There's goats. (laughs) Yes, there's goats. That's a good one, too.
0: Um, Okay. Small Town Superlative. The hometown heartthrobs. What hometown has, or what small town brings the swoon? So, Amanda, what do you got for
2: swoon? Okay, I have Walkins Glen, Alabama. And this is from the Stealth Ops and Falcon Falls series by Brittany Shaheen. Um, the Ooh. main book that's set in in Walkins Glen is The Broken One, which is my probably my favorite book she's ever written. Um, it's book two in the Falcon Falls series, but um, it's set in this small town of Alabama. It there's the Hawkins family, who Ella is the heroine in this book, and then Jesse McAdams is the hero. He is one of my top book boyfriends of all time. Um, but it's a like I said, a small town. He's um, a former um, military guy. Then he's doing some wet work for the CIA. She is his best friend's sister. They've been friends since they were kids. Um, She's, you know, he's kept away from her because he doesn't think he's good enough for her. And she's set to marry someone else and basically doesn't go through with it because they realize they're in love with each other. There is so much angst and swoon. And then they end up having to fake marry each other for an operation to keep her safe. It has all the things. I it's. I love this book. I think I need to read this book.
1: <laughs> yes, and it's been on my TBR, so this is making it move up the TBR very quickly.
2: Message me anytime.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, Carolina. What small town has all the swoons? So, what is hometown is the heart throbs.
1: I picked for this one Bellamy Creek. Um, oh, that's the Bellamy a series. Creek series by Melanie Harlow. Specifically, uh, Make Me Yours and Call Me Crazy. Make Me Yours is the one where he's the cop, single dad cop, and she's the neighbor, and she's been pining for him forever. And there's a late night text that opens the floodgates of conversation, so freaking cute. And then Call Me Crazy, he's the carpenter and she is the um real estate agent they have a little like enemies to lovers but the italian family um and the best scene marriage? in
0: that whole book
1: yeah yeah it is a yeah, marriage yeah, convenience, yeah,
0: yeah. is when he gives yeah. her the ring that's engraved to somebody else <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. i still need to read that series i haven't read that series uh, yet so. my favorite is
0: the last book in that series
1: that uh, one's good my favorite is it's a two cowboy three. too i know it is a cowboy <laughs> There, because there's a scene like a late night scene right yeah in that last one that's hot and spicy
0: it is it is super spicy. So for me, the hometown heartthrobs, I went with Willow Spring, which is, we I believe, in Georgia. This is the Kincaid Brothers series by Kaylee Ryan. Um, we first visited there with Never With Me, and then it's with the Stay Tonight, um, Stay Always. But seriously, it's nine brothers. Nine single brothers in this small town that are all like... Lots of blue collar romance. Um, so, if you like blue collar, you should absolutely be reading this series. Kind of like Carrie Elks. Like, what are you doing if you're reading Small Town and you haven't read Kaylee Ryan and Carrie Elks? Like,
2: come on, people.
1: Get with program. I partner. haven't
2: read Kaylee Ryan yet either. So,
1: yeah, neither have I. Amanda, we'll buddy read it. Let's yes. go.
2: Let's do it.
1: Wait, yes, you have,
0: Carolina, because you and I read Never With Me together. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry.
1: We've read it.
0: You've been to this small town. Oh,
1: my goodness. Because
0: this is one where they have a blind date photo shoot.
1: Oh, that was so good. That was good.
0: So his sister, his little sister, sets them up with her best friend, her brother and her best friend, on a blind date photo shoot. And she's the photographer. It's so good. So
2: since it's my first episode, can I break the rules and say one more?
1: Yeah, of course. (laughs) you You can even if it's your like fifth or 20th episode you can break the rules do we actually have have rules rules? do we have guidelines they're guidelines i
2: only wanted to mention this one because we're gonna be doing book club next month with melanie morland so i wanted to mention little burn canada which is her rev to the max series
0: i didn't even know the town had a name i actually went looking the other
2: day and i was like does this town have a name so, I dug for it I dug really hard for it I was like I'm going to find it So,
1: I love it no good choice good choices all around
0: um, hey. I lo- that would have been a good one with for the pie for the baked goods oh
1: yeah
0: I didn't even think about that
1: Because oh, yeah.
0: she makes all those freaking pies in that book um, okay so most what small town are you most likely to be kidnapped in um, Amanda what do you got
2: So I have Cradle Mountain, Idaho, which is from the Blue Halo series by Nissa Catherine, um, and book five, um, it's called Aiden, and these guys are former military, they were all kidnapped and forced to undergo government experiments to turn them into basically super soldiers. So they get out of this and they move to small town and open up a security series. And then this one in particular, Aiden and Cassie were together before he was kidnapped and put through this program. And she actually ends up living in kind of a cult with her sister. And she's in trouble and married to someone else. And her current husband actually contacts Aiden to come and kidnap her to keep her safe. So there's a whole lot of kidnapping going on here. But it's a really good book. That whole series is, um, it's really good. If you like former military kind of experimental things going on.
0: Yeah. So is, are all her books kind of like that borderline experimental sci-fi
2: kind of mind bender type feel to them? Um, No, she has the, it's the blue halo and the, and I'm blanking on the, the first series that she wrote was like that as well. But she also has a, a small town series called Mercy Ring. And they were all former military as well, but they didn't have any experiments done on them. And they've moved to the small town. They've actually opened a boxing gym. Okay. So that one, Mercy Ring, doesn't have the super soldier stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, Carolina, what do you got for most likely to be kidnapped?
1: Um, I got... um hope valley hope valley series by jessica prince because in book two come back home again she the heroine gets kidnapped and in book three um the best of me some of the kids get kidnapped so we got lots of kidnapping lots of kidnapping um so i went with
0: wolf wolf gap Oregon. Uh, the Tattered Stars, Tattered and Torn series by Catherine Cowell. I think there's kidnapping in every single book in that series. Really, if Catherine Cowell creates the small town, there will be kidnapping. Yes. And murder. Um, so I felt like any would have worked <laughs> for her. Um, okay, so what small town in Romance Landia has the best farmer's market? Did anyone have one for this?
1: I did. You um, have? I had, I don't know. This goes back to the whole Lauren Landish, Bennett Boys, Landon Boys. We don't know what the small town name is. Um, but Racing Heart, Cheyenne, it, it kind of starts in that book, but then continues in the Tannen. um Oh yeah, she sells her goat boys soap series. She sells her goat soap at the um and she i think she also does canning yeah like um, pie filling and stuff right yeah so and i also love that in addition to the farmers markets which she makes her brothers work she also makes her brothers do the deliveries oh that's cute so um, yeah
0: i went with Frid- friendship rhode island which is in a jam by kate canterbury um and it's also featured again in Shucked but for those that like marie johnston Make me exhale. Ila, I like
2: to think of that.
0: She's the manager wow. of a farmer's market. Um, and she's trying to make it, you know, more than just what it is. So um that's another place that had a farmer's market. But I know that I've read more small towns that have farmers markets.
2: Same, and I couldn't think of anything. Um,
0: well, look, I just gave well, you one. adding another shelf. <laughs> It's now, like, now when you start reading small towns, you're going to be like... You'll find them everywhere. You'll be Everything like, oh, is this a is a farmer's you. market. Add it to my shelf. <laughs> and I'll never ask you for it again. <laughs> um. Okay, Carolina, what hometown is the most athletic? So we're looking here for a book wreck where maybe, like, a sports hero returns. Um. So I
1: picked and i don't know the small town um but i picked not my romeo by ilsa Madam mills because he is the quarterback and she's from the small town um and they end up doing a community theater production of romeo and juliet together um which is it's just really cute um and it has like all the small town vibes and her mother and aunt own the local beauty shop. So that that one has a lot of gossip too, like small town gossip. Um but I have to say okay a few things that I love about this. She has a miniature pig, pet pig that she names Romeo. And and their meat cute is like um I guess it's a mistaken identity. She's going on a Valentine's date and she thinks he's the um weather caster like person yeah the forecaster the weatherman yeah yeah weatherman and she just kind of talks and he kind of goes along with it and it's not until later that they realize she realizes who he actually is because he was sitting by himself yeah it's a small
0: town outside Nashville Tennessee
1: yeah it's super cute um
0: okay Amanda what did you have for most athletic hometown?
2: Okay. I had Ruby Creek. Um, it's in Canada. I'm not sure what part of Canada it's from the gold rush ranch series by Elsie silver. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically a false start, which is book four. Okay. And that's Griffin and Nadia. He's a retired football player. Um, he's a former super bowl champion. He had to retire because of a traumatic brain injury. And then she's also his best friend's younger sister.
0: So that's British Columbia. She's on the West. That's in the West coast for that one. Okay. Um, I went with Crystal Lake, Michigan, which is a series of books by Juliana Stone. Um, It starts with the Baker Triplets. One of the girls is a former uh, Olympic medalist, hockey, female hockey player. But later on the series, there's the Blackwells of Crystal Lake. And um, one is the goalie for the Detroit Red Wings. And the other is... um, a former, uh, pro football player. Anyway, there's lots of great, uh, books in that series. And that's one of those series that you can pick it up anywhere. Like they're kind of in groups of three or four, uh, but you can start anywhere and you kind of get the whole vibe of the town and meet different characters and can go back and forth. Um, okay. We got four more guys stick with us here. Uh, best small town, I guess five more best small town bakery. Carolina, did you have a small town bakery?
1: I do. Um it's in Nova Scotia. It's from the book Tears of Joy, Tears T I E R S like in cake tears by Lauren Grace. Um it's a it's a few years old. It will like I think I've talked about this book before. It'll emotionally break you but then put you back together. Like I sobbed Um, while I was reading this at three o'clock in the morning because I couldn't put the book down and I like had to stop reading because I was crying so hard but like it it, like the emotions crazy Um, but I will also say there is a scene with cake frosting that you won't want to miss okay very nice and it's grumpy and it's grumpy like he's super grumpy and that's
0: awesome too um okay amanda what do you got for small town bakery
1: i have
2: donner bakery in green valley tennessee but specifically in the fighting for love series by jiffy kate um in stud muffin tempest and cage and she is the duchess of muffins the duchess so, of and muffins. she names all of her muffins after like songs so she has like crazy and back in baby's arms and the fight inside of me so oh, i love, love her it muffins.
0: Um, so I went with Small Town Iowa, the sugar-coated series by Erin Nicholas. All of the titles in this series are puns. So um, it's the sugar-coated series, but like making whoopie. So whoopie pies um, is one of the books in this series. And it's just fun, sweet, small-town romance. Uh, sugar-coated, I think, is book one. And she's a cake decorator. Um, I think. I don't know. I'm, it's been a minute. Um, best small town drinks. So we're looking for a coffee shop, a brewery, a distillery, or a winery. Carolina, what small town hosts the best drinks?
1: Um, Newberry Springs has a brewery. Um, and it's owned by the hero of Everything to Lose by Harlow James. And it's a friends to lovers. And sh- The heroine um, helps them run the brewery as well. So a little workplace, friends to lovers. Okay. Uh, What do you have? Um, Oh, and I have an honorable mention. Go ahead. Because um, I want to go to this bistro. It's the bistro. um, It's on Silver Harbor. Maybe we will by Melissa Foster.
0: (laughs) What did you have, Amanda?
2: Um, I had Sweet Briar, Oregon. It's Violet's Coffee Shop from the Barrett Sisters series by Nora Everly. And the book that it features in is From the Heart, which is book three with Violet and Jake. She owns the coffee shop and kind of everything happens in the coffee shop. That one would also work for um, nosiest neighbors. The family is kind of all up in the business. So it's a really sweet series. A lot of it's second chance.
0: Um, Okay, so I went with Drakesville, Pennsylvania Um, Which is the McGregor Brewery series by Danica Flynn. Um, Because, honestly, I loved going and sampling craft beer. And um, another kind of honorable mention for that one is this new series, uh, Beards and Brew by Mimi Kinley. Uh, Because in tempting Max, that he's the brewer uh, for a new brewery. So... And I know that I've read more. Do you know what I mean like this is another one of those categories yeah. where I'm like I think I've read more.
2: I would also put this. This is where I originally had the Steels at Silver Island because it's the top of the island winery. winery? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's another one for that one.
0: Um. Okay. Best place to have a wedding. Amanda, what do you got for best place to have a wedding?
2: I would also say this Silver Island at this. St- the steels for silver island because i was gonna say something else but i think i think you probably have the other one i was gonna say you can say that one um, too
0: it's fine it's not a big deal okay
2: (laughs) but yeah i i think um the the vineyard in silver island would be a beautiful place for a wedding so
0: yeah uh carolina what do you have do you have a best place to have a wedding
1: i picked cloverleaf farms melanie harlow oh right because that's a it's a wedding venue and a winery uh, And a winery and an inn. That's so funny. Um, Okay, I put somewhere
0: in the south, small town, uh, the Southern Wedding Series by Natasha Madison. Um, Again, I think it's kind of the Asheville, Tennessee, South Carolina, or North Carolina border right there. Um, And apparently I really wanted the Nosiest Neighbor Award because I have it down here as a second time so honorable mention because we didn't talk about it hearts and creek west virginia virginia which is the carrie elks series of the heartbreak brothers because they have chairs on friday night oh yeah and i want to go to chairs i do um okay so our final final one is best beach town uh amanda what do you have for your best beach town
2: I have Bayside, Massachusetts from the Wicked's Dark Nights at Bayside by Melissa Foster. And my favorite book in that one is, well, it's not, it's, I I don't know. I could, I could make an argument for the first two books and that one being my favorite, but I'll talk about A Little Bit Wicked, which is book one. It's Justin and Chloe. And then um, they have some epiphanies on the beach and like kind of get to know each other and that's kind of when they figure out they want to be in a relationship and then also she has they have a book club and she's supposed to be having one on the beach for a luau and it's raining and he brings the beach inside her house and recreates it so i that's one of my favorites
0: that's so sweet um did you have a best
1: beach town carolina um yeah it's tied and it's they're both Melissa Foster <laughs> um, and it's a uh, silver Harbor and silver Island. Okay. Like, I just want to go there. It, basically you need to read both of those series because they're great. Yes.
0: Um. So I had North Carolina outer banks, the last call series by Sawyer Bennett. Um, oh, that's so good. It's such a great series. Um, but then I also had Angel Sands by Carrie Elks. So, <laughs> if you haven't read that series, again, that's a nine book series, but you can pick it up anywhere. Um, if you have a superlative that we missed, please feel free to email us and tell us so that we can um, add
1: them. Or a book from the superlatives we have. Right. We covered a lot of superlatives.
0: We did. So if you have a book that you think fits that that we missed... Tell us. We want to know, because we like to add to our TBR, too. Um, Okay, everybody. It's Amanda's first time here for Book of the The Week. Week. Okay, Amanda, tell us your Book of the Week.
2: I'm sure no one who has talked to me this week is going to be surprised (laughs) by this, but... It's The Rookie and the Rockstar by Jiffy Kate. Um, I, I'm i never, ever going to get over Bo Bennett. Um, I love this book. I'm, I'm not ever going to stop talking about it. So he is the, the swooniest of swoony heroes. Um, it was everything I wanted in a baseball book. And if you guys are watching baseball right now and you want a good baseball romance to read, read this book. It is so good. <laughs>
0: um I love this for you because I love that series and Lindsay and I are doing a quick shot on book four so I was restarting the series um as you were reading Bo Bennett I'm like huh he was really swoony oh he's so good Mm -hmm. um okay Carolina what's your book of the week
1: um I had um a little bit of comfort reading So I, um, so I'm rereading, um, and I have to, hold on. I have to see the name of this because it's okay. (laughs) Um, it's a Stacey Kennedy book. It's part of the sin club series. It's the one with Becky. You might help me with the name, um, Porter and. Oh, she wants me to remember names. I know. Um, Kinsey give me a second hold please it's tamed tamed okay it's one two three four five the book five in the series
0: um i do love that series i do love that series i know because i made carolina read it now she can't stop
1: i'm like i'm rereading it i think this is probably the third time i've read it it's one of those
0: series that it has all the spice of like say like praise and such like that but there's so much more intimacy Mm -hmm. and so much deeper connections with the characters. And there's like really great character development.
1: And it has a great found family quality to it that if you're part of like the inner circle of this club, they, they take care of each other. Um, This one also has a little suspense element because um, she, she owns a bookstore (laughs) I almost put it on the list, but they're in Vegas, so it's not a small town. Um, But she owns a bookstore, and um, there is, like, the Russian mafia coming to wanting to, like, like buy it from her because they want to, like, take over that whole area. And she doesn't want to let it go for sentimental reasons. Um, And he's a private investigator, so... um, There's
0: that as well. Yeah. That's such a great series. If you haven't read it, Club Sin by Stacey Kennedy. It's really good. Um, Okay. So my book of the week is That One Regret by Carrie Elks. It releases on August 31st. Okay. This book, you guys, it's swoony, like so swoony. I am not going to be shutting up about this book for a minute. Um, It's so good. Here's the deal. I am very critical of next gen, right? Like, we all know how I feel about some of these next gen books. This is Next Gen for the and Creek. So, but also she dabbles in a bit of the taboo and forbidden. They are step cousins, and it's age gap. So, book three in the series, the hero is Cam, and his heroine is Mia. It is, Mia is older, so it's an age gap where Mia is older, and at the time of that book, she has a 16-year-old son and a 7-year-old son. By the time we get to Grace's mom and dad's book, which is book five in that series, um, he's already, I mean, he's kind of already left town. Um, There is a 18-year, 17 or 18-year age gap between them. Um, so he's older, but here's the deal. They meet and have a one night stand in New York City. She does not recognize him because he left. When he left Hearts and Creek, he moved and went to college and never came back and lived abroad. And she's the daughter. Her parents own the distillery in town, which is the fifth book in that series. Fourth or fifth, I think. Fifth. I think it's the fifth. Anyway. Um, she, uh, Grace, they have this one night stand in New York City. After their one night stand, the next morning, she realizes who he is because he's talking to her mom and dad in the hotel lobby. And she ghosts him. Goes home, doesn't confront him, ghosts him, deletes his number, changes her phone number. A year later, the book starts and he's returning home to Hartson Creek. And he's like what anyway it was bonkers it was delightful i'm obsessed and he is swoony and he refuses to give her up like but then he screws up and the grovel you guys like when we say we want a grade a grovel when you fuck up he does it he does it in spades
1: yeah because we don't want a freaking nico situation no no one wants that (laughs)
0: um okay patreon updates swag pack sponsors for the month of august are author kennedy mitchell and melissa foster um also going out uh this week are our reading journals for those that are part of the cold brew and queen bee tier um and those will cover months september through december Swag packs go out to Fancy Drink, Cold Brew, and Queen Bee tier, and we'll still have fun buzzing about romance, exclusive stickers, mood reading cards, and other fun things. But we also each month have sponsoring authors. Um, And these just keep getting better and better. Um, Because let me tell you, Angela M. Lopez sent me some things for um, After Hours, you guys. Anyway, um, these are mailed monthly on the fifth of the month and we do ship these internationally. There is no wait time on this perk. It kicks in as soon as you join, uh, because of our amazing Patreons, we're able to bring you three episodes a week and we are still working on our goal of 75 members so we can plan our first ever book retreat. All members of Patreon get exclusive episodes along with perks like Buzzing Book Club, um, So yeah, and we have lots of cool events happening. We're kind of going to take a little bit of break for a couple weeks because I'm traveling, Uh, but then we'll be back with uh, more fun events. Like uh, we're getting ready to gear up for our readathon in November, and we have we're going to have a Halloween party in our Discord. So if you like the live interactive events, uh, make sure you check out our website at bookcaseandcoffee slash events, bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events. anyway thanks for joining me guys and talking small town romances thanks for having us yeah
1: it was fun as always uh until i now, survived you survived are you okay so are now, you coming back yes <laughs> okay i mean she already broke the rules on her first episode so i think she is part of the club like we can't like, let her go now <laughs> no, I mean, she's in like, she's, she's also of, she's she's one of us.
0: <laughs> she's also in the group text that is like seventy eight notifications a day
1: <laughs> um no, I've finished work and it's been over a hundred like there I have to mute it during work sometimes because it's like super active and it's been over a hundred notifications that i get to catch up on
0: we're insane anyway <laughs> thanks everyone for hanging out and uh until next time everyone happy reading
2: find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing
1: romance